from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Chris, from the time that you and I spoke yesterday, here this afternoon on The Fan, in that time period, from when we got off air yesterday until now, the entire NHL draft has started and ended. Crazy. It, 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 it's done. It's all done. Canes ended up making 10 draft picks because they moved down in the third round when the San Jose Sharks wanted to move up. So they moved down. They picked up an extra pick. So they got 10 draft picks. I'm not going to lie. I don't know who any of these guys are. And frankly, to be <laughs> honest with you, does anybody does anybody actually know who these guys are? Do these guys actually know who they are? I mean, they're all 18 years old. They're still trying to figure well, it out, right? Here's, here's the part that I picked up, though, from it. And, and yes, this is the most efficient draft i think in, in major professional sports it's amazing so i i am um i'm very much so appreciative of that but when i was looking at um a lot of these guys and some of their backgrounds the thing that i noticed dennis what's that is that all of these guys for the most part were all born after me and you graduated from high school you know things that don't need to be said chris <laughs> things that don't need to be said but you so, said it anyway since we have started college in, in the fall of 04, yeah. 2004. Mm -hmm. uh, most of these guys were born, uh, started playing hockey, and became good hockey players, and then got drafted in the NHL draft. That's what's happened uh, in their lives since we started college. So just wanted to throw that little tidbit well, out there. There's a reminder to everyone out there that you are getting older. So congratulations <laughs> to all of us. Yep. As we now feel a little bit older, thanks to Chris Lee. That's Chris Lee. Dennis Cox here with you. Graham Hill producing us this afternoon on 99.9 The Fan. I was really expecting between yesterday and today that we would see more trades in the NHL. We did see some other trades happen before the draft. We did see a few things happen today in terms of basically players getting bought out in the sense of their salaries getting shipped to other teams. Uh, for example, Josh Bailey getting traded to uh, from the New York Islanders to the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, the Islanders also sending a future second-round pick with Josh Bailey, basically just to, hey, take this second-round pick so you can take this salary away from us. That's essentially what it was. You see that oftentimes, like in the NBA. Hey, we're going to attach an asset to you just so we can get rid of this player. Um, so we're, we've seen a few of those moves, but... We haven't seen big names like Alex DeBrinkett or some of these other players get yeah. moved, which is something I expected, Chris, going into today and, and yesterday. It's surprising how little movement we actually saw. Yeah, even uh, you know Mike Maniscalco from the Canes. I mean, mm -hmm. we played that sound with him yesterday. He was like, hey, if you thought the NBA draft was going crazy with the trades, just wait until tonight. And we didn't see any of that. Yeah. Um, you know, from anyone. And so I think, uh, I guess it's kind of interesting to see uh, that that didn't happen, but it, part of you kind of wonders why it didn't happen. Um, is it possible that uh, maybe the teams didn't think anything, didn't think enough of the prospects in this draft uh, to accept those as, as commodities in a trade? Or maybe are, the, are all of these uh, guys too good? And so maybe it's like, even though we're picking at 100, we could probably pick up a really good guy here, a really good key piece for the future of our franchise here. So we're not sure if we want to let this go for somebody else that we have to bring in. 
I think a lot of it has to do with as well, just in two days is when free agency begins. And it's not often, it's pretty unprecedented to have free agency begin so close to the end of the draft. And I think a lot of teams might be out there wondering like, okay, before we actually pull the trigger on trying to make a trade, if there's a potential free agent that's out there that's on equal level to the guy we're potentially looking to trade for, maybe we can go ahead and try and sign this person to a similar contract that we would extend the person that we would trade for and not have to give up an asset in order to do so. So I think a lot of teams might be looking to maybe go that route first, but we could see, okay, uh, a guy like Alex Kalorn or uh, defenseman Dimitri Orloff, these guys come off the board, then we're going to start seeing trades happening. It's like, okay, we didn't get that free agent. Now let's start offering teams, you know, a trade package in order to get somebody that we really want. So I'm wondering if that's the reason why, because of the, the proximity of the end of the draft um, and, and the NHL free agency period being so close to each other, I think that's what's probably holding up some potential trades. Well, we were expecting a lot of fireworks. I mean, even back on, on Monday, we were talking about yeah. this, and uh, we haven't seen much, and it's Thursday right now. So um, we're either going to have a, a really, really busy Friday or a really, really busy Saturday or even both uh, yeah. for, you know, as free agency is, is set to begin. So be very interesting to see uh, kind of what ends up happening, but definitely hasn't gone the way that me and you and some other folks who uh, cover hockey on a daily basis how we've all thought it was going to go, but um, very, some people have said maybe it's the quiet before the storm. Yeah. So, yeah. Canes did Just select watch and see what happens. Canes did select Bradley Nadeau, who's about to be a freshman at the university of Maine. Uh, nice. They did select him in the first round yesterday. We're actually going to hear some sound bites from him in just a little bit. He spoke to Hayes Permar earlier this afternoon, who was filling in for Adam Gold on the Adam Gold Show. So we'll hear some sound bites from uh, a newest prospect from the Carolina Hurricanes and Bradley Nadeau. But keeping things here professionally in the state of North Carolina, let's head down I-85 to Charlotte for the Charlotte Hornets. We talked about potential offseason moves for the Charlotte Hornets earlier this week, and we saw a couple of them take place, some that we really wanted to see, at least get clarity on. P.J. Washington, Miles Bridges, both restricted free agents, were given qualifying offers by the Charlotte Hornets, which means their rights are going to be retained by Charlotte. Do they get longer-term deals worked out? Well, I don't know. We'll see. What do they actually do with Miles Bridges? Yeah. Also to be determined as well. Yeah, it's very interesting. And one of the things that me and you uh, talked about yesterday as well, what exactly are you going to do with Miles Bridges? Yeah. So they've gone ahead and made their decision. They want to at least try to retain him. Now, since they offered those qualifying offers to both uh, P.J. Washington and Miles Bridges, that officially makes them restricted free agents. Mm -hmm. So now other teams can kind of come in and put in their bid for um, for those guys. Uh, the Hornets can match. Um, to, to retain uh, those players. It'll be interesting to see if teams decide to uh, put up big money for either Miles Bridges or for P.J. Washington. Um, I'm, part of me kind of wonders if the Hornets expect to lose one, which is why they put in the qualifying offers for both so they can at least retain both uh, or one of the of the two. Um, so it, I'm, and, and part of me wonders if P.J. Washington will be the guy because of what uh, Miles Bridges has been into. Of course, he was charged with domestic violence last mm -hmm. summer. Um, and when he comes in, he'll have to miss the first 10 games of this season, no matter who he plays for, as a part of a 30-game suspension uh, from that charge. 
and they're counting 20 games from last year, which is why you only have to do uh, 10 games for this upcoming season. Um, I think I'm not entirely sure the terms and the the qualifying offer to Miles Bridges, but to me, I think PJ Washington might be the more sought after of the two because of that reason that you mentioned with the suspension. You know what is what is his future and him being Miles Bridges? What is what his future looks like? But PJ Washington, former first round pick out of Kentucky, four years in the league, a little bit more of an undersized power forward at just six foot seven, but can stretch the floor uh, and shoot threes. Didn't shoot quite as well at three point this past year. Shot just under thirty five percent, as opposed to a couple years ago, shot over thirty eight percent from my from behind the arc. So the three point shooting potential is there. Uh, with P.J. Washington, he's hopefully only going to get better as he continues to grow. Here's something really quick to point out with that, though. Mm-hmm. Do you wonder if his three-point shooting percentage dropped because LaMelo Ball missed so much time last year? That is also and a big factor. maybe, you know, he'll, he'll need a point guard to set him up in better ways, and, and maybe he'll end up shooting a, a little bit better uh, with the Hornets or with another team. That's a very good point. He actually, it's interesting, he, he attempted about six threes a game this past year, whereas a couple years ago when he shot 38%, was about four and a half attempts. So, you know, he, he was shooting more three-pointers. But, again, it may have been out of necessity. Like you said, LaMelo Ball just yeah. wasn't playing a lot last season. I'm looking forward to a healthy LaMelo Ball this upcoming season. Yes. Bring them all back. Bring them all back. That's what I say. Can the Hornets just win, please? That's all I want to know. That's what the Hornets <laughs> That's to That's all win. we need. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. The NHL draft is over. It started after we got off air yesterday, and it was Efficient. done before we got on air today. So, like, I mean, props Efficient. NHL. They're like, they started to think it was, like, 10 o'clock local time in Nashville, so, like, 11 Eastern, I think, is when they got started with the draft. Or maybe it was even before that, or maybe it was 10 o'clock Eastern. I can't remember off the top of my head, but, man. Sounds about right. I before, think it was 11 Eastern, yeah. and now they're already finished. Yeah, they were cooking. They were cooking through picks. It was awesome. Like, this is amazing. Canes made 10 total draft picks. Their number one pick, the 30th overall selection, Bradley Nadeau out of the British Columbia Hockey League. He's on his way to play at the University of Maine. Uh, put up over 100 points in over fi- just over 50 games this past season. Watch some highlights. Like, this, dude's could, this dude has a laser of a shot. Uh, undersized a little bit right now, but, again, he's only 18. You know, people grow. People grow over age, Chris. Yeah. Now, Don Waddell, president, general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes, did talk about his evaluation of Bradley Nadeau. Yeah, if you just watch this player, he brings it every night. You know, he's got uh, tremendous work ethic, great skill. And, you know, we, we do 
interviews, background checks. We got to have good players, but we have good people, and he certainly fit all, checked all the boxes. There we go. Everything you want, Chris. This guy, all star, calling it right now, all star. Okay. It's, I mean, that's that's hard know. to. It's so hard. I hate that um, that we have to wait so long to see these draft picks like mm-hmm. come to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the only thing that I I don't like about the MLB and the NHL drafts. Like with NBA, NFL, they for the most part you see what's going to happen within you know two to three years, sometimes four years within the draft. Yeah, you know we may not even see this guy in Raleigh for another five years. Potentially, that's so. the way things work. So it's interesting for people that don't know when it comes to professional hockey is that he was playing junior A hockey in Canada is now going to go to college. So. If you don't make an NHL roster, let's say he does come to training camp, or if he, for example, a guy that play, we'll use Seth Jarvis, for example. When Seth Jarvis signed his entry-level contract after he was drafted by the Carolina Hurricanes, if he didn't make the team his first year he signed his contract, he couldn't go to the American Hockey League. He had to go back to juniors because there's a rule in the AHL where you have to be 20 years old to play in the AHL. It's an American Hockey League rule. You have to, you have to be 20. It's funny because you can play the NHL at 18, but you can't yeah. play in the American Hockey League unless you're 20. So I don't understand it. Yeah, Not at all. I don't get it either. So this is where things kind of get mixed up for players in the sense of, okay, well, this the Canes will have Nadeau's rights for three years before he can sign his entry-level um, – to sign his entry-level contract. So he has that for three years. So that's the kind of the – that's kind of the thing is that he's just 18 years old, so he can't go play down in the minors. So he has to play collegiate hockey unless he wants to sign his NHL, his entry-level contract, in which case he has to make the NHL team, which he's just not ready for yet. So that's where right. things get weird with, with hockey and all that kind of stuff. But it's what it is. Bradley Nadeau joined Hayes Permar earlier today. Hayes Permar sitting in for Adam Gold on the Adam Gold Show, which you can listen from noon to three right here on The Fan this was Bradley Nadeau's reaction to getting drafted by Carolina. You know, I was uh, at first I was I didn't know what to to do, what to how to act. I I was a bit surprised, um, but to get uh, drafted by such a good organization and and a team, I was uh, really happy. And uh, I met with the the organization, and they're they're an awesome uh, are awesome people. Love hearing stuff like mm-hmm. that, man. Um, because I mean, honestly, if you think about it. Eight years ago, if you got drafted by the Carolina Hurricanes, would you be that happy? Probably not. You know? Yeah. So, like, seeing the, the changes and the growth, um, not only since the, the, the club has even been in the state of North Carolina, but over just the last five, six years, mm-hmm. um, now people are looking at the, the Hurricanes and it's like, wow, I get the chance to be drafted by them. And they're excited to potentially join the team in the next five years. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited that he's excited, and uh, I can't wait to see um, see what this ends up doing for the Canes. Hopefully, this pick ends up paying off in the long run. Well, Nadeau did tell Hayes Permar what he thinks his biggest strengths as a hockey player are. Yeah, obviously, I think it's going to be uh, getting stronger and uh, just maybe uh, getting. Uh, even better defensively, you can never be good enough for, for that part of the game. So uh, those are two things I kind of want to improve on. Okay. Hmm. Once it gets stronger. I mean, he is listed at about 5'10", 5'11", depending on what site you're looking at, and just over 160 pounds. He's not that big of a guy. But 
it's something with age and time that he can continue to develop over his career. You don't have to be the biggest player in order to be the most effective player in the NHL. Uh, just ask Johnny Gaudreau, who's like 5'7", and like 150 yep. pounds. That dude scores left and right. Nadeau also uh, – go ahead, Chris. Oh, no, I was just going to bring up something I, I saw on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about uh, the, the last pick for the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Byron Bader from Hockey Prospecting put this out there uh, when the Canes drafted goalie uh, Ruslan Kaziyev. Probably messed up that last name. That's fine. Uh, but basically said he's the best model numbers goalie in the 2023 draft and, and basically gave the, the Canes props saying that they are putting on a drafting clinic year in and year out. Again, another player that we probably won't see for a long time. Uh, but if, if that's what he already thinks about this particular goalie, uh, shoot, we might have another good one down the pipe that we may see in five years or whatever. <laughs> hey, you know, and that's totally fine. This is where something that Carolina really excels at in terms of how they use analytics and numbers in order to evaluate talent and to get the best value and finding those potential diamonds in the rough late in draft uh, with late draft picks, things all the time. Yeah. Remember, they drafted Jacob Slavin in the fourth round. Yes. They drafted guys like Brett Pesci in the third round. Sebastian Ajo yeah. is a second-round pick. So, yeah, you can find good talent outside of the first round. And now, I mean, it's hit and miss with, with hockey just in the sense that guys might be overseas and have contracts with, with other teams overseas and how fast can you get to the, to the United States and all that kind of stuff. So th- there's a lot of tricky things you have, a lot of hoops you got to jump through in order to get guys over here. And that's also could be a reason why guys might fall down a draft for is that a guy might be signed to a KHL team over in Europe and their rights with the KHL team runs through 2024, 2025. So like, well, why do I want to spend a high pick on someone that we might not even get to the United States in three years? Yeah, very true. So it'll be, I I want to see uh, what this looks like in a few years. I'm still waiting for Mr. Ryan Suzuki though. (laughs) <laughs> I'm waiting to see him if he yeah. can come to Raleigh because I, I remember when he was drafted in 2019 and uh, all the hype that was about him. So we're, we're, get, we're almost getting there. Almost getting to the time where, you know, we got to start making decisions on him. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.